all new episode of Layman's Terms, brought to you by myself, the host, Layman Carter. Get ready for an all new episode that starts right now. Ryan through district. Oh, are you serious? Yes, I am serious. Hey, welcome <laughs> to an all new episode of Layman's Terms. I am your host, Layman Carter the Third, and I am with the very, very lovely, lovely Laniche. Yes, how are you doing? I'm good, baby. How are you? Ah, oh, you know, I'm living a life. Yes, you are. You know, definitely, definitely feeling good. Um, again, thank you for tuning in. We're here every Wednesday. Um, Giving you our honest opinions and some factual information that sometimes may not be facts, but yes, they facts in our eyes. So mm-hmm. um, we're just going to kick it right off. Uh, how how have you been over the past week? What are some some things that you have brought to layman's terms this week? Um, This past week, I have been better. You know, mommy got some mommy time. Thank you for that, daddy. Yep. And um, I'm feeling more refreshed. She called me daddy. (laughs) I'm feeling more like, I don't know, just, you know, I just want to be more simplistic, you know, less is more, not overcomplicating things. And I feel like thus far, although it's only been a couple of days into the week, I've, um, you know, it's a start. Awesome. Hey, I've been telling, well, for work, I've been telling my folks progress is better than no progress yeah so for sure um it's good that you know you're feeling good and you know still the beginning of the week mm-hmm. um so um no worries with there I'm, I'm i'm sure you'll be finishing strong Thank you, um, like always so yeah no worries um for me i did something big tell me i picked up a book okay i picked up a book it may not be big for y'all but that's huge for me i'm actually i'm excited to wake up tomorrow to pick up where I left off. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been waking up extremely early, earlier than I usually do. <laughs> um, and I've just been taking about 20 to 30 minutes and just picking up a book. Um, it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, I've got countless reviews um, from people that I know that said it's a great book that they've read it when they were kids. So it's kind of <laughs> it's funny that I'm, you know, 29, getting ready to be 30, and this is my first time reading it. But it's an awesome book. Um, you should get, you know, if you if you're into reading, if you haven't read it, definitely check it out. Um, it's just a book about how the rich teach their kids how to make money. So um, that's so funny because you just said last week, like I want to start reading more. Yeah, and yeah. Look at you, baby. I'm definitely I'm on I'm on page fifty three. Mm, so if you know me, you know I hate reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me to be on page fifty three is I know that. what hate reading. Yeah. So you don't know me. Wow. No, I'm kidding, baby. You said that last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate reading. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely feel good about it. Um, that's one thing, you know, and, um, uh, it's, it's a great feeling. Um, yeah. it is a great feeling. Um, even with me just getting through, through those first 50 or so pages, mm-hmm. um, just kind of slowing down and Googling words that I don't know right. um, is humbling because, like I said, I'm 29, getting ready to be 30, mm-hmm. and there's still words out there I don't know. Yeah, um, so um, expanding my vocabulary mm-hmm. and, you know, again, expanding my horizons or mm-hmm. horizons, whatever you not horizons. <laughs> horizons. Oh, look, look at me, getting back to work. But, <laughs> right. um, you know, just being able to expand on that is mm-hmm. definitely 
I love it. It's and good. So continuous improvement and continuous learning, lifelong learning is so crucial. Absolutely. I just put something like that on LinkedIn, too. Okay. About. We're in sync. You know. <laughs> in love. About being teachable. In love, too. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay. That's right. It's getting a little freaky over here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh, uh, awesome. So, uh, we'll go ahead and jump right into it. I feel like this is very rele- relevant to some things that are going on um, right in front of us. Um, the The question um, at the top of the show is, why is it so important for celebrities to speak out? Um, it's extremely important because they hold such an influence. Mm-hmm. They could be in, let's say, hypothetically, they're in the United States, of course, just using that because we live here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can hold an, an influence in Europe, China, you know, just in Australia, so many different places. Mm-hmm. And like Beyonce, like she goes everywhere. She has such a huge influence and people will follow them. Right. No matter where they go, people will follow them. No matter what they do, people will follow them, be it right or wrong. Right. So it's so important to lead people down the right path and to speak up for what is right, what is truth, what is justice. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, then you're aiding it. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I feel the exact same way. Um, you got to look at the influence that they have mm-hmm. um, over the following that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, for instance, with Beyonce, she has... God knows how many followers on Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter, you know, being able to reach 40 to 50 million people at once just by, you know, typing something up in 10, 20 seconds yeah. speaks volumes, you mm-hmm. know, um, just that influence, um, especially with um, big celebrities, um, Kanye, for instance, Lord. Um, you may not are not you in particular, but. You know, as people, (laughs) you may not agree with what he's saying, but his influence on people is tremendous. Like, it it really is. Have Uh, you seen the the tweets that he's put out lately? I ain't seen no tweets. (laughs) I've seen a little tweet. (laughs) 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 I've seen some tweets. Um, Did you see them? He mm-hmm. was talking crazy, and they, they're saying that he's in a manic episode. I mean, you have to be careful saying that because we're yeah. not, like, we're not licensed or right. educated enough to make those decisions. But Absolutely. It's something. But what I, what I mean by that, excuse me, what I mean by that is even in this state, you still have people that are going to follow him. Yeah. So although it may be a few tweets on Twitter, it may seem like it's a lot. Even the folks that maybe don't have Twitter or Instagram that are mm-hmm. just solely following him just because it's Kanye and what his music did for them before this Kanye we see in the present time. Um, there are still people following him. Um, and it's almost to the point to where it's like they're superhuman because they're people are following them. I definitely wouldn't say that. I mean, kind of in the example I wanted to use, I mean, kind of look at like comic books, like look how they follow superman they think superman can do no wrong regardless of what's what superman says is law um and that's what and i i don't want to get attacked but that's how the beehive is Mm -hmm. when it comes to beyonce what she says is law what she does is law they will defend her to the to the the death um to their (laughs) last breath um and that's the influence that people have and you know the reason why we're bringing this up is because of nick Mm -hmm. cannon um, and I hate the fact that he retracted what he said. Um, you know, it, you may again, you may not agree with what he what he said, but 
that influence that he has, he has the platform um, to spread the truth and shine some light um, on on things that most people can't do. Um, and, you know, it may not be true to some folks. It may be true to others. Um, that's not my place to tell you what your truth is. Um, of course, that's where facts come into play and you'd be able to look at documentations and things like that. But the fact that he retracted on it, what kind of influence are you leaving on your followers? Even then, it's just sad because speaking of documents, mm-hmm. you know, the way they went back and trademarked Wildin' Out. Yeah, that was and, crazy. And, you know, it's like yeah. in those days, like what was he going through? Even mm-hmm. with the support that he had from certain people, yep. he could have lost everything. Mm-hmm. And who knows the tremendous loss that he has you know, encounter, yep. but it's just like, it's just sad. It's Absolutely. just really sad. And then he's been hitting that suicide and yeah. stuff like that. And it's just, it's terrible. Yeah. And for those that don't know what we're uh, speaking about, um, Nick Cannon, um, on his own podcast, um, was speaking of, um, the, uh, the Caucasian race or, um, the, I believe it was the Jew, was it the Jewish community? Now, I, know, I know they say he said something about the Jewish community, but I didn't see what he said about okay. them. The, the one part I did see, he said something of along the lines of Caucasians having having barbaric tendencies and the mm-hmm. takeover tendencies. Um, and of course, you know, that's these times um, that we're living in. You, you, you can't I'm not going to say you can't make statements like that. But when you make statements like that, you should almost not even almost you should expect some sort of backlash. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I definitely, um, you know, like I said, it's, it's regardless of what your truth is. Um, I, I just hate the fact that he retracted on. I feel like if you're going to say something, stand on it um, and can't just go with that i mean you retracted on it now the people that were following you are now looking at you completely different um so but yeah that's that's my take on it i don't think he should have retracted it but even Mm. with him retracting it that was his decision to make and i mean i'm not just like a super fan over really anybody but i'm still Mm. a fan of nick cannon regardless of absolutely anything absolutely um I, i believe nick cannon i hate the fact that people call him corny and have have been calling him corny. Um, I I can't stand it. Um, for, you know what he's been able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, from the time he stepped on Nickelodeon till up until last week, has been excellent. You know what I mean. You, you know he's went from being that teen star to being married to Mariah Carey to running one of the most successful TV shows. On TV in a long time. I don't understand why that's just such an accolade, being married to Mariah Carey. I don't know. I mean, I guess it just wasn't expected for Nick Cannon to marry Mariah Carey. Who is she? It's Mariah Carey. A regular woman? She's one of the best singers of all time. And clearly not anymore. Well, I didn't say <laughs> now. But I mean, I don't know. I just People just make it like... No, you're just, not a fan no, of Mariah she, Carey. Mariah Carey, she could blow for real. But I just don't understand why that's like just such an accolade. I really, I, honestly, I, I just really think it's because it's Nick Cannon. It's, it was one of the most unexpected marriages. I know for me, I didn't expect to see Nick Cannon married to Mariah Carey. I just didn't. She ain't nobody. It's Mariah Carey. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna say she like Whitney Houston. But it's Mariah Carey. Who is Whitney Houston? God rest her soul. Yeah, you're just saying it like she just like 
Okay. Whitney Houston was one of the biggest I artists mean, of what, all time. That's what's up. What does uh, her being a, a great artist have to do with who she gets with? Wow. I'm confused. I mean, it's just like, I don't know I was going to say Jay-Z and Beyonce, but not really. Who cares? Clearly, everybody does. Uh, I don't. Well, that's just you. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, so... Um, well, I guess I could kind of understand that because you got me. Lucky dog. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. I bagged you. Boy. Hashtag lies. I, I licked Ooh. my fingers. I think SpongeBob Pet did that in one episode. <laughs> I licked my fingers, though. He's like, Went across my eyebrows. Not lame. Wow. All right. <laughs> That's a perfect time to go into the next Oh, yeah. Um, so this next topic is actually something that really grinds my gears. Wow. Right. It's just something that really gets under my skin. Mm-hmm. Black on black crime. <laughs> Fact or myth? Which one is it? What do you think? I think it's villainized and painted like in the, in the wrong light. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Okay. Um, same. I think it's villainized. I think it's made to be something so much worse than mm-hmm. what it actually is. It's like a magnifying glass on it. Yeah, and I don't understand why. And it only, it's only an issue when other topics are at hand. Mm-hmm. For instance, police brutality. When police brutality is the topic, topic at hand then for some reason we got to put on some shades or we got to put on some binoculars and say, well, you know what, let's go and look at this. I know, you know, we got to focus on police brutality, but why are we not talking about this? Yeah, it's almost like a subcategory, like like, uh, all lives matter. Yeah, and it's almost like, you know, what police brutality, um, uh, black on black crime is like attached to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, police brutality. But what about black on black crime? Mm-hmm. Why are we not doing anything about that? We can't we can't expect people to treat us right if we don't treat ourselves right. And it's it's truth in in that statement. Mm-hmm. It is it's truth. I don't want to shy away from that. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. We can't expect people to treat us fairly if we don't treat ourselves right. Um, but why does that not apply to everyone else? It's like I agree with that, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? Because when I think about Elijah and Sandra and Trayvon, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what what wrong way did they carry themselves Absolutely. for that to happen to them? Tamir, what? <laughs> like, little stuff like, not. No, I'm sorry, not little stuff. A boy was 12 years old. What did black on black crime have to do with that? Mm-hmm. And I think that was like within five seconds of him being. He on pulled the right scene. up, pulled right up as soon as he got out of the car. He pulled his weapon out and shot him. Which is not okay. And still to this day, that officer has still not been convicted. He was twelve. Twelve years old with a toy gun. Twelve. W- what it is black? Like absolutely no discernment in that. None. 
what does black on black crime have to do with exactly that? and it should not even be brought up because you take away from the importance and the the platform that that issue yeah. has what does black on black crime have to do with george floyd not a thing absolutely nothing they're two separate issues mm-hmm. they're not one and the same they're two separate issues mm-hmm. i agree so let me make a comparison <laughs> and i've i've seen this multiple times multiple times there's two issues on the street on the same street there's a robbery or a robber that's robbing robbing numerous amount of houses every house on the block is being robbed clearly there's a you know an issue with robbery right mhm the other issue, uh, there are kids TPing houses as well. Mm-hmm. They're TPing the houses as well. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as robbery. Not as bad as robbery, but they're still TPing houses. Mm-hmm. Are you going to treat both crimes the exact same or both situations the exact same? Mm-mm. Why not? Because, you know, of course, TPing houses is wrong. They're both wrong, mm-hmm. but there's just a, a bigger level of magnitude when it comes yep. to robbery. Now, let me ask you this. Um, <laughs> if if those houses are being robbed and people are out protesting the robberies, what sense would it make for somebody to come up and say, well, what about the TPing? And that wouldn't make sense. It, would, it wouldn't make sense. The TPing, that it will... Yeah, that shouldn't lead to thousands of dollars of damage and possible identity theft and whatever else. None of that. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, it's definitely an issue, yeah. TPing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and, of course, black-on-black crime is not as simple as TPing in a house. Right. But what I'm trying to get at is you don't bring up the TPing during the robbery conversation. Mm-hmm. It, they're two different crimes. They're two different conversations. Mm-hmm. I like that analogy. It's two different conversations. You you can't put, you can't continuously putting, you know, you can't continue to put them together and say, well, you know, if we don't tackle this, then there's no way we can tackle this. Even then, like, tackle it at another time. Yeah. If you're just so big on it, tackle it at another time. Tackle this it is right not now. Going on, even then, like, be about it even when this isn't going on. Yep. But so many times people are not about it. And then when things happen, you want to just open up your mouth and say stuff because you have the ability to without thinking about it, without yeah. using discernment and knowledge and wisdom. And it yeah. doesn't make sense. I mean, this right now is a perfect time. It's a perfect time to talk, talk about black on black crime. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because if you really look at it, there's not that much. If I'm not mistaken, I haven't really watched the news lately, but you haven't really heard much about protests anymore. Everything is kind of went back to the coronavirus way of living. Yeah, but there are still protests. Now they're just st- not covering them because they're peaceful. Right. They're peaceful. But what I mean is, okay, now they're peaceful. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about black on black crime. Mm-hmm. Let's bring that up. Mm-hmm. Let's get our communities together mm-hmm. and say, hey, we need to, to we, we, we need to change these things. We yeah. need to come up with after school programs. Mm-hmm. We, we need to, you know, fund you know our inner city schools yeah. and stop depending on other people to do it for us right. we need to come together you utilize our own money 
and make our our schools and our our, our have make sure our kids are in a safer place. Yeah. Um. You know, even if it's something not at, at the schools, like I said, an after school program. When I was in middle school, mm-hmm. uh, we had one person. His name was Sarge, um, military vet. Um, I believe he did. Sarge did maybe like twenty years in the military. I could oh, wow. be wrong about That's that, dope. but. He completely devoted himself to giving back to the community mm-hmm. um, to the point to where he was doing after school programs to where school would be out at three. He's taking us to the YMCA to like five thirty, six o'clock just to keep us off of the street. You know what I mean? And it's to the point to where I see Sarge, you know, to this day, I haven't seen him in a while, but I got so much respect for that man mm-hmm. for, um, you know, of course, he's not he's not my father, um, but he was able to. Um, to not necessarily be my father away from my father um but he was able to keep me off the streets as well he was someone that i respected and made Mm -hmm. sure um you know that i wasn't out doing the things that i knew i wasn't supposed to be Mm -hmm. doing i knew he was going to hold me accountable i knew he was going to respect my father's word Mm -hmm. and make sure my father's word was being upheld when my father was not around um so Having people like that, we need people like that in our communities. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that we haven't had in so long. Yeah. There are people out there that's trying, but they're not getting the support that mm-hmm. they need from our generation. Yeah. So um, just to kind of circle back to black on black crime, I want to really pull up the numbers. Um, and this is a a, um, a statistics or the, the statistics is from uh, 2016 uh, for the crime in the United States. So um, just so. People understand that, yes, black on black crime is an issue, but it's not the issue that's being painted. So there in 2016, there was a total um, of two thousand eight hundred and seventy crimes committed um, against black or African-American descent. The race of the offender, black or African-American descent, the total there was 2,570. So that's about 89% of that crime was committed um, for black-on-black crime. Now, just to kind of show that it's not that big of a difference, let's go to Caucasian-on-Caucasian or white-on-white crime. The race of the victim... Um, That total was 3,499. The race of the offender, of course, white or Caucasian, was 2,854. That math is 81%. So you mean to tell me that 8% is that big of a difference? 8%. It's crazy because it really depends on how you look look at it. You mm-hmm. know, of course, everybody has different opinions and thoughts and everything else like that. It's almost like mean, median, and mode. Those mm-hmm. are all averages, but with the same set of numbers, mm-hmm. they give you different amounts. Yeah, absolutely. So it really just depends on the way people look at it. Because mm-hmm. on one hand, it's like, no, it's not that big of a I'm not going to say it's not that big of a deal because obviously it is, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's like you don't hear about, you know, white people saying like, we've got to stop this white on white crime. And right. 
or or Asian on Asian crime or Hispanic on Hispanic crime, you don't hear terms like that. Mm-hmm. But you hear black on black crime all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like it's been commercialized for us to talk about it and, yep. to, and to push it and to, for it mm-hmm. to be just like a, a real issue. And it's like whenever something is put out, we automatically believe it. We automatically ride the wave. We, we automatically get taken up by our emotion. Absolutely. And it's like we have to really look at the factual aspect mm-hmm. of it. Yep. And even then, like, because it is an issue, attack it at the root and solve it. Try to Absolutely. solve it at least. You know, of course, we have to be on one accord when doing that. But mm-hmm. like I said, you know, it really just depends on how you look at it. Absolutely. It is. Ultimately, it is an issue. Yep. So um, I actually want to get into, you know, the reason behind or the reason I feel this behind black on black crime and I, I believe that reason would be um you know the the broken home mm-hmm. um and that that stems all the way back to you know the 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 late 60s early 70s when they introduced you know the the the, the government assistance and all that type of stuff um and really drove out um the black father um and you know broke up those homes um and this is not the place blame on you know one party or the other um but you know just kind of just going off of what i i've seen um or i've read so um back in like the 50s and 60s of course you had other issues like extreme racism segregation the whole nine even then prior to that you know you had where they would break up the slave families yeah that's true that's true Absolutely. Um, but one thing that the black community had, um, especially during those times of like segregation and uh, the civil rights movements and things like that, uh, we had each other. Um, we had family. You had um, the mother and the father in the same household. Mm-hmm. Um, and you really didn't see a lot of crime, um, you know, as much as you did, you know, after, you know, government assistance was, you know, was introduced to the black community then you know crack cocaine hit the whole nine um and then you really start seeing you know um you know crime black on black crime the whole nine so um my question for you is why has marriage in the black community changed um and to follow up with that um why is the stigma on marriage in the black community so negative I believe it stems back to Willie Lynch and how they um, and, you know, his counterparts and how they said, you know, you raise the black woman. Now, don't quote me, but I believe they said something about raising her in fear. Remove the man. You raise her in fear and she'll mm-hmm. raise her children that same way. Yep. And. It, it's like reverse psychology because we try to be as women, we try to be strong and we try to, oh, you know, I can do it all. Mm-hmm. And we're not designed that way. We are designed to be helpmates. Mm-hmm. And yet we try to do it all and maintain everything and do everything on our own and be so strong. And mm-hmm. I can do bad all by myself. Mm-hmm. And so we can we can be hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Not only can we be hard to deal with, but being so strong, thinking that we're so strong is actually a weakness. And it tears the black man down. It pushes the black man away. Mm-hmm. So that along with a plethora of other issues mm-hmm. i believe is a part of the reason why 
you know, marriage has just changed because it's not the way it was. And I'm not saying that as in like, oh, well, you know, back in the day, grandma didn't say anything and she cooked and she cleaned and she did this and she didn't say no when he wanted it. And I'm not saying that because, you know, the women today are not the same as they were back then. I do feel like we do more. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say like, you know, oh, well, we're this and we're that because we just do more. It's just different. Absolutely. Um, and I and I don't mean by saying, you know, marriage back then was like you said, this, yeah. this and that, because yeah. there, like I said, it was a different time. Yeah. Um, and the expectation of women were completely different. Yeah. Then. Um, now you have more women working mm-hmm. um, full time jobs, mm-hmm. um, you know, and still people expect women to come home, cook, clean, do the whole nine, take care of the yes. kids and all and that type of stuff a certain way, and yeah. still look a certain way. You got to uphold your image. You yeah. got to have a certain amount of money in your pocket the whole nine. Um, I think the reason why there's a negative uh, uh, stigmatism behind stigmatism, is that the right word? <laughs> no, no, that's not know. the right word. I don't know if that's stigmatism is something with the eye, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, a negative um, outlook on marriage in the black community. Um, goes back to trust um and i think that goes back to the broken home mm-hmm. um they always say um a girl's first love is her father yeah but what if that father's not there mm-hmm. you know that her first love is probably the first guy she's going to be with mm-hmm. who's going to take advantage who's going to take advantage for the most part from what we've seen you know it's going to take yeah. advantage is you know going to take the thing that's most precious to her and she's going to break her heart and now it's a consistent cycle. Now the next person that she deals with is she's going to be a savage, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's going to dog that dude. That dude is now hurt. So now he's dogging the next girl and so on and so forth. Hurt and now people, it's a hurt people. hurt people, hurt people. And now it's a consistent cycle. So now yeah. here we are, you know, in our mid to late 20s. And everybody's still single. We have things to say like, oh, my fallback game is strong. My fallback and, game is strong. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying my communication my communication game is strong. Yes. Instead of saying. My ability to love and forgive. Absolutely. Now, we're not saying forgive everything. I'm not saying forgive every single thing. I believe that forgiveness is necessary. And I mean, I say forgiveness as in like I forgive my past. Absolutely. So that it doesn't intervene with my future. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I one thing that I, I hate to see. Um, especially when people, it seems like they're meant for each other. Mm-hmm. They allow their past to get in the way yeah. and they hold the person that's in front of them accountable for the things that people have done to them in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that's how people miss out yeah. on their soulmates, miss out on the people that they're supposed to spend the rest of their lives with. Mm-hmm. And now when the person that they know they missed out on finds another person mm-hmm. now, they're looking at it like that was supposed to be me. So now it's bitterness. Yeah. Um, now it's resentment. regret, resentment. Yes. So now they're trying to find any and everyone that that looks exactly like that person mm-hmm. or what that person was supposed to be for them. Yeah. And that's not it's not that, that what they're looking for is not meant. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to say not meant, but in those other people, they can never give you give you what that, that person was yeah, supposed to give sure. you. Um, so. And I think that's why, you know, marriage is looked down on, especially in our age group, is be like I said, because of trust. We don't yeah. trust anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, not us, you know, like, whatever, you know, but 
in our have had trust yeah absolutely we definitely have um and that's one of those things where you can honestly say that you know even in marriage you can still have those issues Mm -hmm. it's not perfect when you get married and i think people expect it to be once you get a ring on your finger they Uh expect all those issues to go away and that's not the case it's not a disney movie um it's it's not um but i think people they don't understand the worth behind the ring yeah and even like you said it boils back to uh, communication Mm -hmm. and trust yep i feel like if people just kept it real from jump yeah um and i think that boils back to fear yeah. Because when you don't keep it real from jump, we don't keep it real from the very, very beginning. It's because you're scared of how the other person is going to react. Mm-hmm. And that person that you're not keeping it real with, all they want is the the truth. Yes. Tell me what you want out of this mm-hmm. interaction. Is it sex? Is it conversation? Is it just a friend? You know, and then, mm-hmm. you know, possibly leading it to something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're so afraid to have that honest conversation up front because in the past you had that conversation up front and it didn't end the way you wanted wanted it to Mm -hmm. end. Um, So now it's like a white lie. It's so, it's, it's so um, natural for Mm -hmm. us just to, just to come out. Oh no, you know, I'm, I'm not looking for a relationship Mm -hmm. and all all in all, you are looking for a relationship. Yeah, even and, then, people talking about vibes and energy yeah. and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, that's cool, but mm-hmm. there's a time and a place for that. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, it's a lot that goes into why, mm-hmm. um, you know, marriage in a black community is frowned upon. I, but I'm here to tell you it's definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am seeing progress. Of course, the closer we get to our 30s. Um, uh, one thing I will say, I, I've talk to a couple people that are younger than me that are looking like okay I see you're 30 you're married you know you're going on four years of marriage how does it feel and I'm like look you're 2021 take your time yeah take your time get to know yourself first yes um just simply because if you don't know yourself you can never truly please anyone else um travel see the world first um you know, do all the things, party, you know, do all the things that you're, that you, that you won't want to, not necessarily want to do, but get everything out the way. So that way, when you, <laughs> Don't say I'm, no, I'm serious because what, what people do is they get married and they still want to leave that. They still want to live that single life. All my, you know, all my friends are single. So I, you know, they going out to the bar. I want to go with them. You, yeah, that's cool sometimes, but you got a family at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't be out every weekend. You can't be out Thursday through through Sunday partying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you got a wife and kids at home or when you just when you got a wife at home, maybe not even kids. Yeah, cause you know, maybe your wife don't don't want to do all yeah. that. Even, you know, maybe your husband don't want to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I said get it out the way. You know, get all the I don't want to say irresponsible things out the way. I don't I don't want it to be perceived <laughs> as you're like, you know, like that, what they say? Uh, what was it coming to America? Sow your royal oats. Oh, I'm not don't saying do that. I'm not saying go sow your royal oats, but go sow. I'm just don't playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm not is. saying that, but what I'm saying is, have have fun, live your best life, um, because when you get married, you like There's I said, a it's, level of commitment that you have to rise to. Absolutely. And I cannot lie to you, baby. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready either. I was not ready. And it's crazy because it's like. I thought I was ready. (laughs) 
I just thought, I'm like, man, I'm ready for this. I did too. I'm like, and oh, no. Nah. I thought, I really thought that when we got married, and I would even say this before, you know, we were even together. Mm-hmm. Like, when I get married, like, I'm not, all my issues will go away. It'll be, yep. things will be perfectly fine yep. when I get married. Yep. And although I'm grateful for our marriage, I'm grateful for you, I'm you grateful. You, no, I was, just the other day, you know, I stumbled upon my written prayer of what I prayed for. For my, you know, in and for my husband. And guess what she got? <laughs> An answer prayer. Me. Big daddy. Me. <laughs> Not but, you. Me. Okay. okay. Annoying. Okay. But um, I really thought that when I got married, everything would be peaches and cream. And it was not. It got and worse. Then on, yes, it did. It I was did. just playing. No, it did. <laughs> and then on top of that, with us being a blended family, yes, that was yes. a whole nother yeah, thing that absolutely. I was not expecting. That was like a, uh, a fastball. Yes. We were like, okay, cool. I'm at, I'm at bat. You know, I'm about to hit this home run. <laughs> knock it out and the that, park. Man, knock it out the park. And that picture threw a 110-mile fastball. Like, whoa. <laughs> oh, no, baby. Not the park. The pork. Whoa, the por- oh, the, the park. pork. Oh, the pork. Like, oh. Yes, and I remember my mom when we were coming home from our honeymoon, mm-hmm. and my mom was like, "You know, now that you're married, the real work begins." Yep. And in my mind, I'm like, "Oh, we got this in the bag." Like, the real work. Been working since I was nine, baby. That's what I should have said. <laughs> Period. But nothing that I did before this prepared me for. Yeah, you can never. This. It's just no. like having a child. You can never be completely prepared because yep. you don't know what issues you're going to face. Absolutely. You know, you don't know it, unless you're in that situation. You don't know how you're going to react or respond to it. Right. So yes, definitely Absolutely. crazy. Now, one thing I would say that keeps our marriage strong. What's that? Is our ability to love and eat food. Mm-hmm. That off of each other, off of each other, <laughs> absolutely. She'd be eating raisins on my belly button. That's not even funny. Okay, That's literally disgusting. That is, the, I'm just playing. Y'all shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> raisins, That's trifling. Raisins on my belly button. First hey. of all, who has the who, first who favors of all, raisins? Nobody. Cisha puts Cisha, lovely. My bad. You can call me that, baby. She puts raisins want. in her potato salad. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, just so y'all know what type of woman I'm dealing with. First and foremost, that's not the truth. <laughs> Second of all, I feel like that was a straight shot, like hey. beneath the belt. And it's like, okay, don't worry about Ain't it. Ain't nobody tell you put raisins in your potato salad? I don't. I don't even think I've ever made potato salad for you. You haven't? I, I haven't. You haven't. I love my mama's potato salad, though. She don't put raisins in this, does she? No, she don't. Stop about playing to say, me. she better not. That's who you are. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Anyway, so that's actually a perfect segue to go into our next topic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get some, get a lighter feel on this little, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, um, let's go on to the top five. Yes, sir. This yes, week, we're going to talk about restaurants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Restaurants. I'm going to let you go first since I'm a gentleman. No, 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 no. Gentleman. No, because you yes. want, listen. You let the best go last. You feel me? So that you know what you write. You go first. If you're not first, you're last. Ricky Bobby. Shut up. So I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. <laughs> <laughs> you heard what I said. Make me sick. You heard what I said. Wow. Make you sick. I make you healthy. Read the restaurants, buddy. Top five restaurants. Top Dead five, or alive. Top five. Dead what? or alive. What? I don't. I don't okay. Know. I, don't, I, I don't know. You know, they said top five dead or alive. Yeah, I never heard of that. Okay. Never mind. I'll put a pen <laughs> in that one. Um, so, my top five restaurants. Mm-hmm. 
Are we doing this in order? We doing this in order, right? Is this order? No. No, so no, no particular, particular order. order. All right, so no particular order. Mm-hmm. So y'all about to find out that I'm like super duper basic. All right. So no particular order, but I'm mm-hmm. just going to shoot this one out first. Shoot your shot, baby. Swenson's. Either. Cali boy with cheese, mm-hmm. potato teasers, and a California with light Hold on, wait. ice. What you get with that um, them potato teasers? Oh, what a side of ranch. Period. Side of ranch. Hashtag period. But you got to get, oh, I'm sorry, but the Cali boy, you got to get extra cheese. No, you don't. I love cheese, so it got, I'm, it's probably not healthy, but. It's not. Swenson's is not healthy anyway, it's but it is it's phenomenal. It's delicious. And it's definitely, you know how you can grill and have like your burger? It's like, you know, the Galley Boy is like that burger, but it's like with the, the yeah. I don't even know what it is. So let me put that, put this in perspective for y'all. When it was the NBA lockout a few years ago, LeBron James brought Kevin Durant into Akron. And you know, those are some pretty paid fellas. You know, they got yeah. money. He ain't take them to no five-star restaurant. Mm-hmm. He took him to Swinson's. Period. Give him the true Akron, know you know, the true the Akron experience. Yeah, that's you know, right, baby. You know what I'm saying? We finished each other's sentences. Okay. Bet you can't finish this one. What's my next you. one? All right. I love you too, though. <laughs> my next one. Zanzibar. Nobody Basic. make Kool-Aid like Zanzibar. <laughs> so that's your favorite restaurant for the Kool-Aid? For the Kool-Aid. <laughs> for the Kool-Aid. Oh, basic especially the blue kool-aid i don't even know what the flavor is but it's blue wow and it's slap it. <laughs> it's slap and Your one of those things where it's like <laughs> so that's what you guys like when you drink it that's what it sound like yeah you're irritating all right do it one more time period <laughs> what y'all what y'all be saying period poo mm-hmm. ain't that what y'all be saying they y'all y'all youngins they they the Twenty eight and under. Not y'all that boy. <laughs> wow. You know I'm about to be thirty. You know. What I'm okay, quit. Um, the next one, we actually went to this spot when we were in D.C. a few months ago, right before the COVID hit. You know, mm-hmm. um, we got to you know travel a little bit before the COVID hit. Bars. Um, it's called District Taco. Mm. Y'all, these are some of the most authentic tacos I've Slap. ever had. Had. <laughs> ever had in my life um yeah, the, the authentic that too <laughs> <laughs> yes i did um Let's but um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but district taco so good it was so good like and if y'all know me y'all know i can eat i can definitely eat mm-hmm. but <laughs> the tacos were phenomenal mm-hmm. like Paris is very, very picky. Right. And she tore those tacos mm-hmm. up. Yes. Tore she them did. up. Um, but we all did. It's in uh, Alexandria, Virginia. Um, like I said, we went to Washington, D.C. Um, but if you're ever in that area, definitely visit mm-hmm. District Taco. Um, it's like sitting on, in a plaza on a corner. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Definitely got to try that yeah. out. Number four, Nicole's. Oh, yes. that's a good one. That's a good one. Akron, Ohio. Their chicken. Listen, Ooh. their chicken, their breakfast, their turkey yes. burgers, everything. What's the slaps. sauce that they use? I can't remember I the name. Know. The sauce they put know. on the chicken. I, feel... I don't know. I think it's some type of honey. It's like spicy, but it has yes. honey in oh it too. Oh my goodness, it's so good. Um, Nicole's from there is, is black so owned. 
Um, I believe she's young. She's younger. I believe she's um, like a, maybe the generation above us. Maybe, yeah, yeah. But it's black-owned. Um, they, they make all the food fresh in the back. Man. It's a very, very good diner experience. Um, food is great. And uh, the portions. The portions are phenomenal. Man. Customer service is, is definitely phenomenal, especially for the most part, it seems like it's younger people in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sitting and waiting people. You mm-hmm. get a really, really – I've been a, to Atlanta, but I've never been to Atlanta as an adult. Um, when I go into Nicole's, I imagine that's what Atlanta is like. I love that. Um, and yeah, it you know, is young black people yep. doing their thing. Doing yeah, exactly. And my it's last dope. one, you're not gonna know about this one. This is a Canton legend. Boo. <laughs> Canton legend, and what I, is it? I know I said Nicole's chicken is bomb, mm-hmm. and rest in peace to this man. It's Aww. not around anymore, but Mister G's. Anybody from Canton will tell you that Mr. G's chicken mm-hmm. was the best chicken in Ohio. And I'm not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. I remember, I still remember the taste of the chicken and I haven't had it since I was like maybe like eight or nine. Wow. The chicken was so tender and it didn't have no, no sauce. It was just fried chicken. You can get sauce, mm-hmm. but it was just fried chicken, not his barbecue chicken. Man, man. My mouth watering thinking about it. <laughs> Man, this chicken was so good. That's dope. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, Mr. G. Um, he was definitely a you know a staple in the mm-hmm. the can community. And I sat right on the uh, right on the uh, the corner. I believe that was Tusk. Um, you couldn't miss it. The full street name. Tuscaroras. Yeah. Oh, Tusk. Yeah. You, yeah. You know that. Yeah. But uh, it's not it's not around anymore. It hasn't uh-huh. been around in a long time. But like I said, he was a staple in the community. Um, so rest in peace, Mr. G. That's dope. So what's your what's your top five? Top five, top five, top five. So as stated in no particular order, one of which is clean juice. So I've I eaten there twice. And first of all, their avocado toast is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And then like there's like nuts and seeds and everything in the bread, the sprouted bread. Nuts. And <laughs> grow up, but it's really good. And um, I had like a wrap from there, and it had like carrots and avocado hummus and stuff like that in it. So it's definitely really good for when you want to eat healthy and cleanse your body and everything else like that. And for those of you who don't know, I'm currently on a seven day raw alkaline fast. So it's very hard for me to go to YouTube. She has a YouTube video. Lovely about Lanish. It. Yes, I do yeah, have a YouTube plug. video about it. But plug. Shut up. But um, just honestly, like, it's really good. It's definitely a healthy alternative right now. I'm trying to reset my body, um, lose some weight as well, get healthy. So definitely love that. Definitely love yep. them for that because there's not too many restaurants that I can go to Absolutely. for that. Not even a salad. So Absolutely. that's dope of them. Awesome. Um, K&K Soul Food. So it's so freaking funny that you said something about Nicole's reminding you of Atlanta because I went, I took a solo trip to Atlanta. Yeah, she went without videos. me. There are YouTube videos on my channel about that as well. She didn't want me to go, yeah. But um, I went by myself. You know that mommy time that you need, and um, I'll never get to travel by myself outside of work. But go ahead. That's clearly a, clearly a lie because you went to Rashid's bachelor party. Okay, thank you. That was All one right. time. Let's go. <laughs> But you said never. So let's go ahead and move on. (laughs) But K&K Soul Food, I went in there. And so I love Atlanta. I love everything about Atlanta. From the airport to the hood to the bougie part to the everything. I love it. 
And so I walked in and from the moment of me walking in, I'm not even kidding with you. I seen a lady in there that looked like she could be somebody's great grandma. Oh my gosh. And when I walked in there, I knew the food was going to slap. I knew it. So I come in and I Hold see on. these. Let me ask you this. Did she have on a wrist brace? No, she. that's not funny. <laughs> but no, she I'm had saying this, usually this, when like thing on her head. the cook got on the wrist brace, no, you know, the food going to hit. No, listen, Grandma, grandma was gonna, back there throwing that down. That food going to beat you down. Shut up. But uh, so I see these gigantic, like, wings. And mm. I'm like, what is that? And I'm asking, like, what is that? And they're like, those are turkey wings. And I'm like, they were gigantic. It was on and steroids. They had meatloaf. There's, I literally did a, a, a mukbang on this. And I was so hyped. A mukbang. That's what it's called. I thought it was a mukbang. Mukbang. Because you know it's Asian. Mukbang. Oh. So I was so blown away. I couldn't get just one entree Mm -hmm. or even two. Yeah. I got like three. I think I got fish, spaghetti, meatloaf. Then I had cabbage. What kind of meal was that? Listen, I had cabbage. I had cornbread. I had sweet potato pie. I have never in my life had a sweet potato pie that good. My mom's sweet potato pie slaps. I could not believe. And then, ladies, she said, come back and visit us. And it was like, she said it like real country. And I'm like, man, I'm not coming home. I'm staying here. I was just so hyped. The food slapped. Like, it it was packed. I know your stomach was tore up after all that. It wasn't. I was trying Dude, to take you had on the flight. Fish, meatloaf, spaghetti. Yes, I couldn't even eat it all. You know, sweet I'd be potato eating. pie. Yes, cornbread. Cornbread. Cabbage. Ew. Was it cabbage? I think it was. It was. Yeah, it was cabbage. It was so. Everything was so good. I had some mashed potatoes too, but everything was cabbage. So not good. bad. Well, I'm saying I'm thinking of uh, uh, sauerkraut. Oh no! All right, so let's go ahead and move on. So that was two. This is basic. Mm-hmm. So Chipotle. <laughs> So I love Chipotle because I feel like you can never go wrong with Chipotle. You can okay. also eat, yeah, yeah. you know, vegan at Chipotle. You know, health it's a it can be a healthy alternative or it can be a, a not yeah. so healthy alternative. Yeah. You know, there are really great options. Mm-hmm. It's also a thing of mine because that's uh, one of the first places that we went. And we yeah, let me let me tell you about the first time we. <laughs> that wasn't the first time. I'm sorry, that's the second, second time. The first uh-huh. time we went to Steak and Shake, yeah. it was me, you, and Marty. Um, but we went to <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> oh my god! And she got a bowl. <laughs> I have never seen somebody clean a bowl the way she cleaned his bowl. I was just too comfortable around him. First I of mean, all, I can eat, but usually I don't eat like that around a guy. They could have served another wrap on this bowl. <laughs> it was that clean. It was ridiculous. That's disrespectful. That's the second time she ate in front of me, and I was yeah, just like, uh, I man. was too comfortable around you. Yeah, Way she finished her food before I did. And, uh, you, you know, didn't even finish yours, did you? Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah, I know you don't did. I'm me. sorry I mean to interrupt you. I, I know. So... Another sign that we're meant to be. I put Swinson's. Okay. Period. Because right. that was actually our thing too. So yeah. we will always go. So I had never really went to Swinson's that much. Got her hit. So yes, you did. So when we Turned her go up, together, you no. Know? No, because when we first got together, we definitely gained weight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for real. So we would go to Swinson's, and that's exactly. I would just get the same thing you got. Right. And it was so good. And even Turned now, when was the last time we went? We were at, when we were in Akron. We yeah, we, went. we had went and yeah. we got that food, and it was good. Our places so, was uh, Swinson's and Sheets. Yes. Got the Schwinks. Yes. Yeah, she don't um, got no more, but yeah. so Clean Juice. That's actually local to Columbus, Ohio. K and K Sofu. I believe that's local to um, Atlanta. Um, of course, Chipotle is not local. Swinson's originated in Akron, Ohio. And then next is the the Loving Hut. That's actually a vegan restaurant. 
I believe it's local to Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is so good. Like the vegan food is so good. Like they had like um, chili cheese fries, which are really good. They had like cheesecake and everything. You remember when you tried oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember yeah, Smell yeah. Palm? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but it was so good. It's a vegan restaurant. And um, it's a healthier alternative, which okay. is very important nowadays when people are yeah. trying to get in control of their health and everything. Absolutely. So it's really good. Okay. So you can definitely tell um, our taste in food is different right yes. now. Not right now, just period. Whoa. Slow your roll. What the Rock used to say? No, you're rolling. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Jabroni. Be quiet. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> so childish. Uh, so cool. So those are the top five mm-hmm. restaurants. Top five, top five, top five. Um, obviously, Swenson's is the number one if you ever visit Ohio or the mm-hmm. Akron or Columbus area now. Yeah. Even the Canton area. They have one in North Canton. Oh, really? That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was... Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's down the... We can talk about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, those are the top five, our top five restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely A plus rating for all of those for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that I recommended, I wouldn't recommend any place, especially when it comes to food, if they didn't give me A plus quality mm-hmm. service, um, and also food. So, um, go check them out. Definitely some good places to, um, eat and enjoy your time. Um, yes, so, sir. um, next up is our segment called facts B. Hashtag facts. Facts be, you know, in my New York accent that I don't have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first. You I'll give me first. one fact and then I give you a fact and then. Okay. All right, cool. So, let's go to this fact. All right. The okay. first oranges were not orange. They originated in Southeast Asia. And they were actually green. To this day, in warmer regions like Vietnam and Thailand... Thailand. I don't know why I said it like that. Thailand, 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 They are still green through maturity. Really? Yes, sir. So why do they call them oranges? I do not know. Well, that wasn't the fact, my brother. Oh, you're right. So I guess my, <laughs> man, mine is a, my fact is a little different. You went, okay. So my fact, we were actually talking about this earlier. So um, there are between 1,500 and 2,000 languages spoken in Africa. Mm. Um, With that, there are at least 3,000 distinct ethnic groups um, in Africa, and around 2,000 different languages are spoken, um, and each of them have different dialects. Wow. Um, Arabic is the language that's most widely spread through the African countries, or African continent, African countries, African (laughs) continent. Um, followed by English, um, Swahili, and French. Wow. Yes. Okay. That's definitely a fact. Or like an interesting fact. 2,000 different languages. That's dope. All with different dialects. Mm, that's very dope. To, that just shows the diversity, diversity mm-hmm. and the comprehension level of... Us. Us. Black people. Yes, African people. Mm-hmm. People of color. I love it. All right. What's your fact? What's your second fact? So let's go to this fact. Some fungi creates zombies. And then they control their minds. 
there's a tropical fungus. And excuse me if I mispronounce this, but it is called Ophiocordyceps. Close enough. It infects an ant's central nervous system. By the time the fungi um, has been in the insect's body for nine days, mm-hmm. it has complete control over their movements. You said an ant? Yep. So is zombie ants running around here? Listen, yep. They force <laughs> the ants to climb trees and then convulse and fall into the cool, moist soil. And obviously that's where fungi thrives. Right. When the ant falls there, the fungus waits exactly until solar noon to force the ant to bite a leaf and kill it. What in the world? Mm-hmm. You said those are where? In in Thailand? No, the Thailand was the oranges, buddy. Okay. The what green was, oranges. What was the, where are they It at? doesn't say necessarily where those are. Man, I hope they're not coming with the killer bees. What do you mean? They don't do anything to us. Yeah, that just sounds terrible. Yeah, it does. Sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's not in America. Don't be nowhere eating ants. Only in America. <laughs> Grow up. Uh, so my um, second fact is actually also about Africa. Okay. So Africa is the source of the world's longest river. The Nile River is the longest river in the world. It's approximately 4,000 258 miles. Wow. Um, so it passes through 11 countries. Um, and Dang. if I pronounce this wrong, that's whatever. Um, Tanzania, Tanzania, mm-hmm. Uganda, Rwanda, Burundi, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Kenya, Ethiopia. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce that one either. Eritrea. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. South Sudan, Sudan, and Egypt. Mm. And just to kind of follow up on that, Cairo is the biggest city in Africa. Cairo, Egypt. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest city in Africa. But the Nile River is the longest river in the world. Flows through 11 countries. Wow. 11 countries. That's crazy. Cool. So those were the facts. B. Hashtag facts. Facts. All right, cool. So, um, today was an an amazing episode. Yes. Um, I think we definitely had some good dialect. We had some good conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to close it out with words of wisdom. Um, for this, I would like you to go first on your words of wisdom. Okay. So I actually kind of touched on it earlier. Okay. But my words of wisdom would be: although your influence may be small, be careful of the direction that you lead others, because you could end up with blood on your hands. Hmm. Okay. I like that. I like you. It's a little little dark, but I like it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's dark. I think it's just important to be conscious of your actions. Of your and actions. Decisions because they affect the people around you. Absolutely. Even when you aren't aware of it, which is why it's so important to be conscious. Absolutely. Stay woke. Stay woke. That's awesome. Uh, my words of wisdom is don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. I like that. Um, don't sell yourself short mm-hmm. um, and stop talking yourself out of reaching your full potential. Wow. Just do it. Yes. 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 We get caught up in too many time, too many scenarios to where we're, oh, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if I do that, I'll, I'll end yeah. up like this instead of just doing it and accepting 
the consequences, just taking that risk. Um, and we kind of talked about that this morning. Um, just mm-hmm. and also earlier, you know, that fear. Yeah. They always say on the other side of on the other side of fear is everything that you ever yeah. wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard I heard Will Smith say that before, and he learned that by jumping out of an airplane. Um, which one? That's one thing I'm very terrified of doing. Um, but that would be definitely something that I'm open to doing. No, sir. Um, I think that would be very, very <laughs> eye-opening and Mm-mm. would be very, very fun. But yeah. Don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. I love that. That's big. So, awesome. So, thanks for uh, tuning in. My goodness, I can't get my (laughs) words right. Um, I really, really appreciate you all um, tuning in every single week to hear what we have to say. Um, Again, uh, we're just starting out. It's only going to get better and better. I feel like we've seen some drastic improvement from last week, Mm -hmm. Um, especially just just like I said, the, the dialogue, just, you know, going back and forth and just talking through some things. So, um, again, you can catch us every Wednesday. Um, definitely follow us. Um, well, my lovely wife on Instagram, what's your Instagram name? Lanish underscore love. And what's your YouTube name? Lovely Lanish. For, you know, subscribe, comment, like <laughs> all those things on YouTube. Thank you, baby. Um, uh, you know, I do what I can, you know, <laughs> you know, and follow me on Facebook, uh, Layman's Terms, um, and then on Twitter, Layman's Terms 1. Um, I appreciate y'all. Peace, love, and chicken grease. <laughs> Let me see y'all next week. Bye. This was an all-new episode of Layman's Terms. Catches every Wednesday on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast. Apple Podcast and Spotify. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.